Hi there everyone, Justin Harvey of the Justin Harvey Show. My show is internationally known for my work with some of the greatest grandmasters of all time, such as Don the Dragon Wilson, Cynthia Rothrock, Master Eric Lee, and several others. Well, I would love to introduce to you the newest edition of the Justin Harvey Show, my official co-host, 9th Degree Black Belt, Michelle Manu. Hello, hello, this is Michelle Manu, and I am excited to be the new co-host of the Justin Harvey Show. Justin and I share a passion for martial arts as I am a ninth degree black belt in the ancient dislocation form of the Kahivalu Hawaiian Lua. The Justin Harvey Show has received national recognition, and it continues now into 2015. This year, Justin will be inducted into the 2015 USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame and will also appear on the Masters Hall of Fame World News Television Show. Everyone knows that the Justin Harvey Show delivers top-notch interviews and is an important podcast in the world of martial arts. So much so, the Justin Harvey Show was voted the number one podcast in 2014 and is now working towards broadcasting with iHeartRadio. There is no other like Justin Harvey. So tune in as this master podcaster continues to bring you the stars of the martial arts world as I sit co-pilot. Let's get this party started. Welcome. It's time for the hottest internationally known podcast that is endorsed by some of the biggest names in the world of martial arts and entertainment. The Justin Harvey Show has interviewed some of the biggest stars from movies like Blood Fist, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This show provides some of the best sound quality and interviews on the web. So sit back and enjoy. You won't be disappointed. So without further ado, here is your 2015 Hall of Famer and host, Justin Harvey. Hello ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Justin Harvey here for a very, very special show. As you all know, my podcast is nationally known now with several different martial artists. Well, I wanted to take it a step further. I want to introduce to you the newest addition to my show. She is also my permanent co-host of the Justin Harvey Show, Ninth Degree Black Belt, Michelle Manu. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Justin. I'm so excited to be here and be your co-host. Thank you, dear. <laughs> well, we're going to have a lot of fun this year. You've already lined up so many interviews, and I'm working on some uh, surprise interviews myself, but I can't wait to get started. This is going to be a huge year, especially for you and the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame and your appearance on the Masters Hall of Fame World News. So, oh my gosh, you just can't get any better than this. But somehow I feel it's going to be. Absolutely, and I apologize for being a little worried during uh, your introduction. I'm I'm just really, really excited to officially have you aboard. You know. Oh, thank you. Me too. <laughs> so, so many things to look forward to, and I'm I'm happy to sit co-pilot to you. Uh, oh, oh, absolutely. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, me and uh, Michelle had our first um, first business meeting. And I wanted to open up with a uh, joke, Michelle. Um, 
I'm not going to mention the name of the um, star that you mentioned, but you're like, you know, can I contact this person and um, uh, and try to get her on the show? And have you ever seen Have you ever seen Star Trek: The Next Generation? Yes. When you said When you honestly said that, I was tempted to go, you know, like Captain Picard and say. Make it so, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, like I'm sitting in the captain's, captain's chair, you know. Well, that's exactly where you are, Justin, the captain's chair. Oh, my gosh, so funny. Yeah, so, yeah, so we kind of want to talk about some of the guests that you have lined up that are confirmed. Can you talk a little bit about that so we can discuss each guest? That would be kind of fun. Oh, oh, oh yeah, um... I thought I would give you that on the tonight, if you don't mind. Oh, you want me to go ahead and do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, gosh, I know of two, but I, I'll let you talk about the other one. The other one that I know is confirmed, which is so exciting, is Soki Rob Moses. And Soki Moses is an interesting character. He's um, like the rest of us martial artists, I guess you can say. Um, Soki Moses calls all of us uh, fully developed characters, which we truly are. Um, but he's going to come on the show and talk about his relationship with David Carradine. Um, Soki Moses uh, was actually his trainer and really great friend um, during Kung Fu, uh, The Legend Continues, and then also the series of the Kill Bill um, Quentin Tarantino movie. So he um, definitely is going to be a really interesting guest and to talk about um, his evolution as a Kung Fu master and actually um, forming his own art and being recognized uh, for that. So that is just going to be an amazing interview. And I know that you've talked to him already, Justin. So I mean, what, how was your discussion with Soki Moses? Oh, it, it was absolutely astounding. I mean, this incredible man talked to me for like an hour and I'm mm -hmm. telling you it was it was you know basically I felt like I was on the set of Kung Fu I really <laughs> did I, you know it, it was amazing it was like it was like David Carradine was here you know that's just yeah. how I felt, you know that experience well you know Moses has this way of just I don't know when you're in his presence you kind of are transported into his experiences. It's such an interesting, I can't really explain it or find linguistics to explain it. He's, it's almost like osmosis. You know, when you're in mm -hmm. his presence, you feel like you're there. He has this uncanny way of doing that. So mm -hmm. definitely not some way we can explain it in physics or in just linear thinking. So I think that when he's on the show, I think the listeners are really going to be able to pick up on that. That this guy is just a little bit different and in a good way, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, and very generous. I I got to tell you, Michelle. The first thing he said, he said, "You are now a friend. Please know that." And I was like, I was highly honored by that. Aww. I could just tell he that he, you know, left off a good energy, and we kind of, you know, I felt like I knew him for a very long time. Well, and that's it. He does give off this amazing, genuine energy and you just feel endeared to him and and you can you can feel he's trustworthy it's not just some hollywood thing like oh hey buddy you know you're my friend now he truly means it and he really feels like he's connected with um everyone and everything and 
Uh, it's nice to deal with someone like that. It's nice to have communications with a, a being like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's going to be. There's no there's no other way to describe it, Michelle. It's going to be it's going to be one hell of a show. I got to put it that way. <laughs> it, it really is because not only are we having him as a guest, but this is also going to be a homage show to David Carradine himself. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, still honor David, even though he's transitioned into a different uh, state of being. It's just wonderful. It really is. And I honestly have a feeling that even though David Carradine is not here with us in the physical sense, he will be with us on the Justin Harvey show. Well, I actually tend to agree with you. I don't want to freak the listeners out, but I really believe that his spirit will be with us. Oh, oh, absolutely. We're we're gonna, you know, we're actually, you know, talking to Master Moses. We are going to get behind the scenes of Kung Fu: The Legend Continues and hear some stories and find out about the Kill Bill series. We're gonna find out as much as we can within the hour. So we're going to cover all our bases. Yeah, he's got lots of stories about all of the cast members and what went on behind the scenes uh, and how they all became fast friends, you know, and of course learned each other's idiosyncrasies. I mean, you spend that much time with someone on the set with and off the set, but still together for that many, those many hours. It's, uh, you learn a lot about people, and he's got some great stories. <laughs> oh, oh, I, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, and Michelle, I spoke very, very highly of you today, and he's like, I'm going to have lunch with her today. And I'm like, well, make sure and tell her I've talked with you today. And he's like, oh, I sure will, so... Yeah, he did. We're sitting there, and uh, we just ordered our food in Long Beach, California, and we're sitting there, and uh, it's just beautiful. We're outside, and um, we just ordered our food, and, and he just said, well, I talked to Justin today, and I just started laughing. I said, well, so did I. <laughs> so it was a good starting point of our conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's excited. And, and, and I, I kind of want to move on to this and kind of really, really get into, into this now. Before we, before we get to that, we have a wonderful individual that's coming to the Justin Harvey show. Uh, my buddy Rob Davidson is coming to the show. Oh, I love Rob. <laughs> Another great guy. Oh, what can I say about Rob? Rob is a simple yet complicated and just an honest guy and just amazing to deal with. He is the producer and the writer of The Ultimate Throwdown, which is the new Bill Superfoot Wallace's movie um, that will be filming in the spring, um, either in New Mexico or in Indiana or both. I'm not sure where, but it's going to be an exciting, exciting movie. Oh, I, I can imagine because, like, you had some of my good friends in there too, Michelle, and including yourself in uh, Master Summers and uh, Jim Thomas and Superfoot Bill Wallace, these, these guys, they all know me, they all love me, but, you know, i, I got to tell you, Michelle, one, one thing about it, when I heard that you were going to be in the film, if they kill you off, that is really going to piss me off. That's really 
<laughs> oh, well, it could me off, too, of course, because they're talking about a sequel already. So, um, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell them. I'm going to stick you on them and say, uh, write me out of the script. <laughs> well, I, 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 tell you, I tell you what's going to happen. I, t I tell you exactly what's going to happen. I'll be in the sequel, and I'll have, like, a Jason mask and kill everybody because they can't There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then as you stab the last guy, you can say, in honor of Kim Kaloha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's my character. I play a, a special agent, sheriff, uh, marshal type of tough chick. So it's going to be fun. And I look forward to working with all these guys because apparently – They've worked with each other for decades uh, on several movies and just, you know, within the martial arts community, and they're a bunch of pranksters. So I don't want to be the brunt of a prank, but I definitely look forward to participating in it secretly. So um, I'll definitely report back on what goes on behind the scenes there um, at the ultimate throwdown movie film set. So it'll be fun. Oh, I, I know, I know it's going to be great, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm warning Rob right now. If you're killed, me and him's going to spar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want Rob to lose, but uh, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love you, Rob. We, we really do, brother. We, we support you in what you do, so... Oh, in every way. I mean, Rob is just so valuable, and he really puts his heart into every detail of the film. I mean, he... He exhausts himself. I mean, he's like three hours ahead, like you are, for me, because I'm in, on Pacific Standard Time, and he's still writing at like 2 or 3 a.m. my time. He's just like you, Justin. You guys stay up. You don't sleep. You're so focused, and I, I admire that. I honor that very much, and so I look forward to working with Rob and all of the guys because, I mean, is there anything like Rob, oh, my gosh, just I have so much respect for that work ethic um, that I think is lacking in a lot of people in martial arts today, martial artists, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't wait. Rob is just amazing. So, yay! <laughs> yay, Rob! <laughs> Love you, brother. You know, Love you, Rob. i, I got to figure out how to put, like, funny sound effects in our show, you know. <laughs> in time.
I don't know. I mean, it's up to Rob, of course, but that would be really awesome if you could make an appearance in the sequel. Yeah, that that would be great, you know. I, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll work on that, definitely. Yeah, maybe I could, you know, like, spar with, like, uh, Super Football Wallace or, like, Chop a foot off or something. <laughs> That's awesome. Chop a super foot off. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, it's awesome. Well, like give me a give me a chainsaw or you know, something like that. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I could pick up you know machine gun on my wheelchair. You know. No, that'd be fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're, we're, oh we're, just, we're just having fun, folks. You know, we're ad living and trying to give Rob some good ideas. So. Yes, of course. No, not influencing or making requests at all. Just some good ideas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Michelle, like, um, I'm sure you've heard some of my work, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, what 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 was your favorite so far? Oh, my gosh, Justin, that's a hard topic. I mean, you've got some really masterful people on for the work that they've done that's just, of course, international. It's it's hard to say. I mean, each guest really um, is unique. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, you just blindside me. I really need to think about what was my favorite. Sorry about that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's Okay. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Um, yeah. I think the best is yet to come, honestly. I mean, you've had amazing people, but I think now, I mean, you're starting to really, really get out there, and there's going to be more and more people reaching out to you to be on the show, and I think your best episodes are yet to come, Justin, mm-hmm. honestly. And, and, and let me tell you, let me give you a name that's actually on board, um, James Wilson. The brother of Dawn Wilson. Oh, James so, is great too. Just well, that, the work he's just doing. That that's gonna be that's gonna be kick ass right there. Yeah, it is definitely. I mean, there is he gonna talk mostly about uh, the martial arts kid, or is there other items that he's gonna talk about when he's on the show? Well, what I thought about doing is have him focus on like the martial arts kid, but then kind of talk about at the end of the show like what it was like working in Dawn's Corner. Yeah, that would be excellent. I think all of us would want to know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be an exciting show. James has a lot to add. That's excellent. Yeah, and I haven't had the pleasure of um, talking to um, James on the phone, but I think he respects me, so. Like well, how could he so. not? Of course. So, and, and believe it or not, it actually... It actually took me like three years to get um, John Wilson booked, but it was so worth it. Well, definitely, but I think that says more about your character and your relentlessness than anything, Justin. I mean, you just don't give up, and I think that's why you're so successful and and respected. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, i, I got to give a good shout-out to our friends, um, the Dynamic Mojo Show. I absolutely love them to death. <laughs> they are wonderful. <laughs> we actually, 
You know, I had the pleasure this past Sunday being the guest co-host with both the co-hosts, Rosita and Jesus and Bob Deal, both seafoods, um, and that was an amazing interview, Justin. I mean, you were so forthright and honest and sharing, and there was quite a large um, listening audience this past Sunday, and it got a little crazy in the beginning of the show, um, but then, you know, we, we had you on after the first half hour, and it was just uplifting and wonderful to hear your story and um, to get it out there so that students and just people can hear in general about your life and, you know, the adversity and then yet this celebration and this recognition that you're receiving now, it's all well-deserved, Justin, and what a, what a great group they are. <laughs> Dynamic Dojo's had some amazing guests, but you by far were just so enjoyable and such a great story. Uh, I got to say this, though. I, I felt like at first when I called into the show, I felt like I was like, like I was in an episode of Beavis and Butthead, and I'm like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the beginning of the show kind of went like that, but, you know, I think Bob eggs that on quite a bit, so um, he can't help himself. Like I said, I think there's medication for that, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> Oh, we should well, probably play a clip of the beginning of that when we uh, when we air this. Yeah, we, we we really should. Should we like play the wood segment? Yes, the beginning wood segment where I'm telling Bob to shut up. That would be really great. <laughs> yeah, we 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 gotta get that in there somehow. We definitely do. Oh my goodness! Then the audience would really know what we're talking about. You know, it's kind of like had to be there to see it, or you know, had to hear it to understand this that sort of thing. So if we could stick that clip in there, that would be hysterical. And believe it or not, Michelle, eventually they're going to be on the show. Oh, my God, that's so wonderful. Yeah, I've, I've already spoken with them, and they're going to be on the show. Well, you know what? They both have unique stories, and they've done so much, and they're, they continue to do so much for our Marshall community. And outside of our community as well, and just are so involved and just great people, hard workers, know their stuff, are well-connected and uplifting to all that they come in contact to. So, you know, individually and then together as Dynamic Dojo, that is going to be a really fun show. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I love them to death. I, you know, I've not known them long, but I would take a bullet for both of them any day. Oh, I understand that. I do. Uh, They're wonderful people. Because good friends are hard to find in this industry, unfortunately. <laughs> Don't you know it? I think anywhere, not just this industry. Mm -hmm. Exactly, because like I've mentioned on the show before several times, I love the martial arts industry, but... Uh, to a point, Michelle, and I don't think that you'll disagree with this point, it has become political in some areas. Oh, no, I absolutely agree, and very much so. It's this really large community, yet so very small at the same time. So there is a lot of politics. Oh, oh yeah. It, it Sometimes it sickens me sometimes, you know. Oh, I know, and I'm out there, too, so on the West Coast. So I get a different feel. Um, but, you know, we just try to, our best to navigate and be true to our purpose and um, ignore all of those that are barkers um, and try to self-inflate 
and call themselves masters, but yet they don't even have any communication skills. So, yeah, we'll, I'm sure this will come out in the show eventually here and there. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of areas where we can work on our reputation uh, individually and as a whole. You know, it's mm-hmm. interesting to see how the public views a lot of us martial artists. You know, brute mm-hmm. strength, kind of lacking some intellect, and that's not really the case all the time. Yeah, you know, it just takes a couple of those idiots to go ahead and ruin it for the rest of us. So, but hey, you know, at the same time. When there's an emergency or when something goes down, who do they come to? They come to us crazy martial artists. So, (laughs) you know, love them and hate them, right? Yeah, exactly. I'll give you a good example. I've got haters out there. I know I do. You know, I've I've been through a lot of stuff, but, you know, they've knocked me down and they've knocked me down hard, but I keep getting back up, and that's what matters. That's exactly what matters. Well, absolutely, you're a warrior, a super strong warrior spirit, Justin. No one's ever going to break that unless you allow it. Exactly, and, you know, that's the point my brother was trying to make, you know, during, during his last, during his last days, so. Yeah, and you should listen to your brother and replay those words over and over again. You've got nothing to prove, Justin, and look at you. You're amazing. It's, you may have enemies, but you have a lot more fans that have your back. It. You know, it, it, it's funny you mention that, Michelle, because I honestly, I honestly, truly learned that um, this week since I've been since I've been pushing my iHeartRadio campaign. So I'm trying to get this show, you know, on a bigger scale. And I've asked the martial arts community, the pro wrestling community, and my social networks for assistance and. I've gotten astounding results. No, oh, that's wonderful to hear. I'm not surprised, though. I, I know you're probably surprised, but you shouldn't be, you know? You really shouldn't be, Justin. Well, I, I am, darling, because the thing is, when I first started my shows, I'm not afraid to admit this on air. I sucked <laughs> really bad. <laughs> that's your subjective opinion, you know? I mean... Obviously, we all learn as we go. I mean, it's just part of life. If we knew everything, why do we go to school, you know? And, and I, I meet so many people that are just like that self-critical, self-abusive talk. It serves no purpose, you know? I mean, if we knew better, we would have made a better decision. So it's mm-hmm. looking at each person, place, and thing, and event and saying, okay, that really sucks. How can I become better or make a better decision or not get involved with this sort of personality again? And that's exactly what you did. You may say you suck, but I doubt it. But, Justin, you're, you're rare. You're the type of personality that learns every second. You're like one of those learning robots. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. As you fight them, they know what you do. And, and, yeah, that's you. And you adjust, and you become better and better. And now look at you. I Heart Radio, unbelievable. 2014 Number one podcast, unbelievable, amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 t- I tell you what, Michelle, I, you know, I dream big, in, and, and like I said before, and I think you'll back me up on this, I will eventually get JCVD. I guarantee <laughs> it. I guarantee it. Well, I am trying to help with that, too, and I hope it happens. I really do. So... Working and, on it, yeah. And, and I've got a buddy that's really close to him, too, that's trying, too. Oh, so good. He was better than one, definitely. 
And they actually, believe it or not, Michelle, they actually grew up together. <gasps> How cool is that? Excellent. So and they uh, they worked on some films together and, and and stuff like that too. So I mean, I've got like I said, I've got people now. Let's actually, that sounds weird coming from me. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get used to it. <laughs> I, I I know, right? Um, yeah. I wanted to get your thoughts. I wanted to get your thoughts on this too because I've actually had people actually, you know, tell me flat out they're like, "I believe you're becoming a celebrity," and I'm like, "No, I'm just doing a radio show," and they're like, "No, you're actually becoming famous," and I just, to me, like we were discussing earlier, I just see myself as average. You know? Well, I think that's uh, that's good. I mean, that will keep you humble, you know, and uh, grounded. And, no, I, I have to tend to agree with that. You can have to celebrities. and fictional entities. Celebrity status is often to provide opportunities to make money. It sounds to me like you fit that description. Wow. It, it it just amazes me because, like, you you got to understand, like, when I was in high school, I was a very popular kid. I was, you know, I was always picked on and, and this and that and, 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 you know, misunderstood. You know, I even, I even got stood up at prom, believe it or not, you know. You know I believe it. Yeah, it's like, it's like I'm tempted to say, you know, to those people, Look at me now, you know, where I'm at now. Yeah, and you know what? I think you do without saying so, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just how it works. I actually was stood up too for a winter formal one year, so that that was fun. So one year I'm like homecoming queen and have three offers just by friends, by guy friends, and picked one and went, and then the very next year, winter formal, I was actually stood up by someone that was probably a lesser character, you know, that I shouldn't have been with anyway. So he did me a favor, but wow, that's actually really sobering to just be left hanging there. Um, not mm-hmm. fun at all. And it's also not fun to be made fun of or disregarded, devalued. I think just as that's the human condition, you know, where people are just mean sometimes. Oh, oh absolutely. And that and that's why and that's why on the Dynamic Dojo show that's why I was trying to pass on the message if someone's disabled or or different than someone else, you know, show them kindness because you never know what might happen. No, I agree. And it doesn't matter what might happen. Just show people kindness without expecting anything in return. I think that um, it's just misunderstood how it works. You know, everyone is very self-motivated, self-focused, especially with, you know, social media. It seems like I, I, I in my world and look at me. But, I mean, honestly, people just take a look back at their past. I mean, what they've done to other people just hurts themselves or actually helps themselves because we are, like what Rob Moses would tell you, we are truly connected. So why would I hurt someone else if ultimately it comes down to hurting myself? Why would I want to do that? So, oh, kindness. I, absolutely. Kindness can get you far because I honestly believe that that's why like with my campaign with iHeartRadio, I believe that's why I have so many people supporting me and, and pulling for me is because I'm a nice guy and that's just how it is. 
Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and then you're definitely going to get on. I can't see how they wouldn't uh, accept your, you know, your show. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that it's very hard to get in, but if anybody can do it, I can. Absolutely. And it's, it's that determination that's going to get you there. Oh, oh, absolutely, Michelle. And uh, I, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on this from my audience, um, because my audience didn't, didn't even know this, but I was secretly trying to find a co-host for this radio show, and I started looking last year. And the reason I wanted to do it secretly is because. You know, um, I just didn't want to pick anybody. I wanted somebody that would fit. Well, you fit, my dear. And you know, <laughs> how was your? How did you feel like when I first approached you? Well, extremely shocked. I mean, we actually started talking because I approached you. Um, you friended me, and then we started talking, and I really got to know your story. And I wanted you to be on the Masters Hall of Fame World News Television show. And from there, I, I don't know, Justin, we just kind of hit it off. And we started talking everything and anything. And there really wasn't, I don't know, any eyebrow-raising type of issues that, or behaviors on your part or my part. And I, when you asked me, I was very shocked. At one, obviously, you were so secret about it. I didn't even know you were looking for a co-host. I didn't know that you even wanted one, period. And when you offered it to me, I, I, it was an automatic yes. Um, <clears throat> how you live your life, who you are, what you do, um, it all just fits with who I am, how I live my life, and what I do. And I, would, I want this opportunity to work closely with you. And so I know it wasn't even an option. <laughs> so, yeah, here we are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was, I, I gotta admit, I was, I was kind of hesitant at first, but it wasn't because of your, of your ethnic, it was because I know that you're going to be way busy with the uh, world news, and, uh, you know, I, you know, and then I said, well, I said, I said, just ask her, and, and the worst is she can say no, I, you know, I'm too busy, and I was like, and she is perfect for the show, because, um, believe it or not, um, your two videos, I studied your videos for like six hours. Wow. Just, you know, studying your approach and everything. So, I was like, she's perfect. So. Well, thank you. I guess I want to explain to the audience a little bit about the two videos that Justin is referring to are two different um, video interviews on the Master Policy World News of two different guests. And, um, you know, of course, Justin, we friended and he saw those links and watched those. And I'm really honored that you felt I fit and that I do fit and that I'm here. So that's wonderful. Yeah, because I, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like we could, like, feed off of each other and we don't have to be serious all the time because when it was just me, I kind of felt like I had to be, you know, serious all the time. And and, and that can kind of put you in a, in a slump sometimes. 
No, absolutely. And I think it has a lot to do with uh, who your guest is, too. You know, like this past weekend, I was working on a TV show as a host in San Francisco, and I got to meet so many different types of guests, and I interviewed. One was an 87-year-old uh, Chinese man. That's a master. That was one of the arch nemesis of Bruce Lee, believe it or not. Back in the day when Bruce Lee was trying to bring out his art, he was one of the guys that made sure that he couldn't do that and gave him opposition. That interview was far different than an Okinawan karate guy who was um, very into the tradition, even if he says it won't work on the street, and he's, he's an um, internationally known sketch artist for martial artists um, action. So, you know, it's the way that we interview um, is largely based off of who our guest is, because if they're, you know, it's not like we can have someone that's totally dry, like, yes, Justin, blah, 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 you know, monotone, where you'll be like, hey, this is Justin Harvey, and blah, 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 you know, you're going to kind of match that, you know, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you can't be bubbly Justin with the, you know, monotone guest, and so, you know, the more fun the guest is, the more fun that we can have as the interviewers, um, so, yeah, it's just kind of, you know, to be able to switch gears like that um, is really important when you're in the seats that we sit in. So, thank you for saying that. I'll try my best. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. And, and I'll give you a good example, Michelle. I mean, I, I, I love this guy to death, but, like, I was on, I was a co-host for Bob Carson on Carson's Corner, and I got to tell you, I, I laughed because I was just, I was so unhappy because I hate discussing politics, and, yeah. and when you're unhappy doing something, you're not going to sell a good product, so to speak. No, absolutely. I mean, the energy's not there. You know, we all know what it's like to feel, um, or what it feels like when we don't want to do something. I mean, you're dragging your own feet. You don't want to do it. You just don't want to do it. And then you end up doing poorly. So mm -hmm. why did you do it in the first place, you know? But then there's those other opportunities where you push yourself because you know it's going to be good for yourself. You're just adverse to learning or you're adverse to feeling uncomfortable. Those are totally two different entire things, you know, of being uncomfortable. So um, it's good for you for making a great decision to leave. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and, Michelle, I wanted to let you know that, um, you know, um, I don't know if I told you, but I actually left the company today. I, um, I, uh, oh. for... Seven years, I um, worked for the company called um, The Missing and Abducted and, uh, to find missing people. And, you know, I, I finally told the guy, you know, after seven years, I'm like, you know, not that I don't mind helping you, but, you know, this stuff is just too negative for me. You know, I need something positive. So I, I left the show, and you, you'll have my attention 100% on this show. Oh, well, I'm sure the listeners will be really happy to hear that. Um, I'm sure during your seven years, you truly made a difference um, and probably impacted quite a few lives, you know, um, and thank you for the work that you did with that company. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting in our lives, you know, where things aren't permanent. You know, if you take a look at nature, it's uh, it's constantly changing, constantly shifting, different seasons with different moods, different energy in the air, different feel. And I think that's how we really need to start being more flexible in our lives, which means that certain people, certain events, 
um, they're not going to be on the same path with us our entire life. There's a period where we do that, like you, seven years, and then now you're veering onto a different path, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing right. It just feels right for you, and we all just have to make the decisions um, that feel right for us. If it feels comfortable, forge ahead. If you feel a little bit of discomfort, ask yourself why. Should I continue on with this person or this place or this thing or this event? And if it doesn't, pause a moment and see if it is right for you. So you did that. You made yeah. an educated decision. You know, you can always return back to that if you feel like you want to, but it's time now to disconnect from that negativity because it's all around us. I mean, yeah. even just watching the news is completely negative. Um, disconnect for a while. See not only the positive. You choose to go back and contribute again, then that's what you choose to do. But it's time. It's time for you, Justin, to really focus on what you want. You know, otherwise, no one's going to live your life but you. Mm -hmm. So good for you. Bravo for your seven years, and bravo for you for taking a step on a new path. Uh, absolutely, Michelle. And in, in this show that I've, you know, that I've built up and everything, this is where I want to be, and I want to take it. I want to take it as far as I can. So, as you should, as you should, and you have backing, and I'm here to support you, and you know your family, your fans, your friends. I mean, your network just keeps. If you look at a spider web, it just keeps getting larger and larger, Justin. So, this is where you're supposed to be. If that's what you feel, then that's right, and this is where you were supposed to be. Well, I I, I tell you what, Michelle. If my show gets any bigger and keeps getting bigger and bigger, darling, you're you're coming with me. I'm not leaving you behind. I'm not leaving you behind. So, well, I'll always be part of you, Justin. So whether I'm on the show or not, I will be part of the show. I will be rooting you on. Hey, I'm a former cheerleader, so you know, as a rah rah, <laughs> I'll always have <laughs> I'll always have my pom poms for you doing backflips. So you can count on that. You know. That, 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 that's awesome, and I wanted to go ahead and tell the audience, um, it's finally confirmed, there's not an exact date, but um, um, Paul Herzog will be coming to the show um, possibly next week. Yay, that's very exciting. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's a wonderful composer, he, he's written, you know, his own CDs, but he's famous for the music from Blood Sport and Kickboxer. So. Yes, he's an American film composer, so that is amazing. Um, he's got quite a career. I mean, since, since the 1980s, he's been writing music and been involved in film, um, film composing. So that's very exciting to have him on the show. I mean, what sort of questions are you going to ask him? Like, what, what's one of the questions you're going to ask him, Justin? Oh, okay, okay. You 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 love this one, Michelle. You I you absolutely love this one. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize this, but like when uh, the Bloodsport soundtrack was released, it was released and produced only in Germany. Oh wow! Very cool. And there was twelve tracks. And here's the interesting part that actually kind of upset me, um, uh, Fight to Survive wasn't performed by the original artist, Stan Bush. So. Right, it was by a Paul, 
Delph, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. That's interesting. Do you know why? Are you going to ask? Are you going to I'm going to get my, I'm going to get the scoop of that story because I think that that would be very interesting. Well, I think so too. I'm looking forward to finding out what you have to say also. Oh, oh, absolutely. And, um, and I've actually, you know, I've actually had, um, Stan Bush on the show and he didn't even know what happened with that. Hmm. So. Interesting. Well, it, it's like a Scooby-Doo mystery. Exactly. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I really, you know, I want to talk about his new album and stuff that's coming out, but I really want to get, you know, the backstory about, you know, what happened and everything and, and, and how he decided what music went where and, you know, if there was any music actually cut out of the film. That he wanted in there. Yeah, that's a really great question. And if he ever used it for any other of the other films, subsequent films that he did, like Kickboxer or Breathing Fire, that would be excellent to know if any of those were originally for Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that that's a great question. I mean, you know, and and I can't believe that I actually got a hold of the guy, and he's really he's really cool in the. Did you know that there, that there was a re-release of the Kickboxer soundtrack as well? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's actually there's actually a re-release, and he um he was nice enough to send me a signed copy. Wow, that's wonderful, Justin. Oh gosh, you know I actually have a question for um him. Is that you know aren't they doing a remake of Bloodsport or Kickboxer? Which one is it, Justin? That they're redoing? They're they're actually redoing the the, the kickboxer film and, the, and and here's the kicker and this is why I'm really trying to push to get JCVD in. Um, it has been said that he's JCVD. Now this is not fact. This is just what I've heard that he's going to be playing the part of the trainer. Oh wow, that'd be really fascinating to see. So. Yeah, I really want to get to the bottom of the story, you know. Do you, you know if Paul Herzog is going to actually be asked back to compose the music for this remake of Kickboxer, or is, was that not discussed during your con- your contact with him? Uh, that was not discussed, but that could be a question that I could ask him, you know, on the show. Yeah, that would be excellent. I'd love to know that. Well, this is exciting. Very cool to have Herzog on. Good job, Justin. <laughs> How long did this take you? Uh, it actually, it actually, I think I started talking to Paul about it for about a year. Oh, my so goodness. I've been waiting a, a very long time, but I will say it has been worth the wait. No, absolutely. This is going to be a great interview. Again, another great interview. So, something to look forward to. And, and what's great is, like, he says, you know, I don't normally do interviews, but I talked him into it, you know. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You're pretty influential. <laughs> so, I, I was, you know, I was pulling all the stops, but, you know, he's he, he's a great guy, you know, and uh, I can't, I can't wait to, um, I can't wait to, um, you know, hear his new album that he's getting ready to release. I don't know the name of the title or anything like that, but 
he's given me permission to use one of his tracks on the show if I see fit. Well, that's wonderful. And maybe, you know, on that new CD, if he gives you a copy, we could play some clips for that um, during the show and have him talk about what he was thinking about um, during certain songs. Yeah, that, 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 that's why I thought you would be a good co-host director because you didn't think of things that I may miss. So. <laughs> well, yeah. not miss, but... Well, I'm sorry we're involving uh, the audience in our brainstorming right now. So anyway, very exciting interview to look forward to. And it's nice to have a composer on. It's a different form of creation. You know, you have the martial artist, but then you have the composer. So it's a nice balance, Justin. Good good call on your part to chase him for a year. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's me. He's my, he's my favorite composer of all time. Yeah, you know, and, and what amazes me, it's it's tied in with my favorite, you know, my favorite films. Yes, I love it. That's great. And um, I, I'm thinking to spice up the show, Michelle. I'm thinking we should do like when we do shows, even if it's us just talking, you know, to build the audience up. I think we should do like maybe celebrity birthdays or something. Yeah, we absolutely can do that. So I will get I'll get started on that research, and we could go ahead and do that for every show. That would be great. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and I'm hoping that we get so big that we'll be able to take you know live callers eventually. But I, I feel we'll get there. So, oh, absolutely, yes. So and um, you know I'm going to try my best to um, to do some uh, recording with you while we're in. Um, Indianapolis, that's going to be great. Oh, yes, and we're there for the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame, definitely. We could record, we can take pictures, we can do a video, whatever you'd like, Justin. Oh, that would be great. But uh, let, let me tell you something, and you're going to laugh at this. Um, I actually commented because they're going to have, like, uh, you know, a karaoke night or something. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I, I commented, and, um, you know, um, and I'm like, what should I sing, you know, question mark, question mark. And I, I think it was um, Master Jim Thomas, he said, like a virgin Madonna. So, oh, my gosh, how funny. You should do um, Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, <laughs> I love Guns N' Roses. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Well, I'll be your backup dancer, definitely. <laughs> oh, and, and Michelle, um, even though I've not had this guest on my show, guess who else has endorsed the show? Well, who? Alien Ant Farm. Wow, how wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Good, Justin. Good. This is all excellent. So, so my mission for this year, we got to figure out a way for me to actually record while I'm on location. You have to. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's another uh, research area that we can look into. Yeah, because cause you never know who I might run into. Because uh, let me just give you a few celebrity names that I met, not necessarily martial arts related. Okay, uh, WWF champion Nick Foley, WWE champion Chris Jericho and Fozzie, great band, saw them twice this year, um, and the lead singer of Alien Farm. 
Well, that's excellent. Well, you know what? If our listeners have any suggestions on how Justin might be able to record when he is away from his studio, you should, they should actually uh, please contact Justin and oh, let him absolutely. know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's not too pricey, you know, I'll, I'll go for it, you know. And, and, and as long as it doesn't cost more, more than wood, I'm good. <laughs> oh, what an inside joke. <laughs> oh, I, really hope, I really hope that they hear this broadcast because, you know, I love those guys. I really do. Yeah, they're amazing. Regina and Bob, amazing people. And, and do you know she uh, she actually um, did the um, ice bucket challenge? Yes, she did. And I, I did a great job for that. I really do. Well, I actually did too. <laughs> really? Yeah, we had a Lewis seminar, and it was pretty warm that uh, you know, but this past August, we had it in a park because part of our training is also nature. So um, to be in the blazing sun and work out all day, it's you know, it's something to break some of us down. That's how I, my Aloha feels. Um, it's helpful. So all day we've had ice, uh, you know, these little ice containers um, in tubs and with water, and it was just freezing cold water. It wasn't just someone had water and dumped ice in it and then dumped it on me. They actually were, it was freezing cold water all day. <laughs> so um, one of the younger uh, colored belts, uh, prepared himself and dumped it over me, and I wanted to die. It was so cold. <laughs> oh, good poor thing. <laughs> I'll have to send you the link to that video. You'll laugh because I think actually a swear word came out of my mouth. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> not fun. <laughs> Makes me want to break up my st my sleep in person uh, uh, personality. Damn you all. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know it. Oh, rough stuff, but endured. Exactly, but but at the same time, the channel deep down, it was for a good cause, but still, it was definitely. It's just there's I can handle insects and reptiles and needles, and I just hate cold water. <laughs> uh, and that's why I don't surf out here until it's like October because summer is done and the water is warmer. Um, Hawaii, anytime. But in Southern California, that water is murky. And, and for me, it's cold. But I'm a little baby when it comes to uh, cold water. So, yeah. <laughs> that was rough, but well worth it. Well, I, I got your back, Michelle. You just, you just say the word and I'll make a few phone calls. And <laughs> <laughs> that be that. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> well, um, and, and you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about, Michelle. You're going to love this one, too. Um, so, how did you, I uh, like your cell phone, how did, how did its first therapy session go? <laughs> well, I'm just referring to um, the beginning of the show before we were even on air. My mic was muted for Dynamic Dojo uh, for Justin's show. And so it was just Bob and Rosita, and it's right before we went live. And um, Bob was throwing insults uh, directly to me, but my mic was muted. So he didn't hear anything that I was saying in response, but my phone did. So I said that. <laughs> Even though Bob didn't 
hear what I was saying. My phone did, and now it needs therapy from all that it heard. So that's what Justin's referring to. And, yes, it, uh, it hasn't had therapy yet, but it really needs it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Paul. Really appreciate that. I'll, yeah. I'll <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, when he was picking on you, I was tempted to ask him, you're like, you want to spar with me? <laughs> uh, well, thanks for having my back. Yeah. Like, leave her alone. <laughs> Too much. That guy is just funny. But I love those guys because, like I said, they, they were really kind to me. And, and and like I said, I would do anything for either of them. So. Yeah, likewise. They're just wonderful. Anything they ever need, I'm there. Just like with you, Justin. You know? It, we're, we're like a big family. It, it, it's, like, it's like they said in a post, instead of podcasters being in each other's throats, we should be working together. I agree. I absolutely agree. And I think that this is going to be a really great uh, partnership, Dynamic Dojo and the Justin Harvey Show. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be epic, you know. So, and, um, you, you know, I don't know if you like wrestling, um, Michelle, but um, I guess next time I have Bruce Hart on the show, I want to introduce you. Oh, I would love that. No, I love wrestling. So, oh, you do? Wow. I do. Um, I actually was on a pro wrestling pilot um, for a year with Matt Simber, who was the director and the producer of Glow. I don't know if you remember that show in the 80s, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Uh, sounds familiar, but maybe before my time. <laughs> yeah, possibly. You're a youngin'. So, yeah, yeah. no, he, um, Matt Simber, he actually um, was quite difficult to work with, but I did enjoy my time. It was a pro wrestling martial arts pilot, and you know, I took a lot of bumps. I was able to flip off the ropes and um, lift the base most of the time. The girl that's usually, you know, the stronger one on the bottom uh, that was allowing the other one to slip all over. But it was fun. It's just, you know what, as I did that, I could feel even just a normal bump, which you know what a bump is, right? You're standing and then you end up on your back with your knees bent. You're flat. Yeah. So just a simple bump when you're doing it. It doesn't hurt at all. It's just you can actually, after a while, feel this electrical current or this shock go through your spine and you know unfortunately a lot of the glow girls today um i know most of them because i worked on that pilot um it was called femme to action and uh the glow girls would show up and um they're you know a couple are in wheelchairs a couple are gone and the rest have very serious injuries um, there are only a couple that escaped some injuries so you know it's it's really wear and tear on the body uh, so my hat goes off to the wrestlers, and especially the pro wrestlers. It, it is a lot harder than it looks. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate when people, you know, use the F word when it comes to wrestling, and we know what that word is because uh -huh. they, they know who's going to win, yes, but they're very competitive and they do get hurt, and they put their life on the line each and every week for the fans. No, and I agree. It's exhausting um, to constantly think uh, certain things that are going on. You know, the timing, is, you, it's like dancing. You know, it's the timing between the two people or the three people that are actually doing that particular move. I mean, it's the girls dislocated their shoulders. I mean, so many people we thought broke their neck. It was, uh, it was really hard, those practices of five to six hours every day. 
Um, you start to get tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I hear it's very uh, time-demanding uh, time working for Vince McMahon um, because they're on the road a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, that's extra wear and tear. You know, you don't have enough comfort, comfort time, re recovery time. Um, it, it's hard. Definitely difficult. So, yeah, I, I total respect for those pro wrestlers. <laughs> and and, and, and speaking of that, Michelle, I don't know if I told you or not, but um, one of the times that uh, Bruce was in the show, he said, he's inducted into the um, <laughs> go to that. And uh, once we get you set up to broadcast live remotely, then you can record the entire event. I mean, that would be excellent. Yeah, because that would be during uh, WrestleMania weekend, and, and that was the one thing me and my brother always said we were going to do is, you know, go to WrestleMania. I thought, you know, I'm going to get a ticket in a season, and I'm going to open it up with a joke, like, you know, something like this. I'd be like, you know, it's truly an honor to be here today. Um, I wish I could say that um, I would be proud to be standing here with you today, but unfortunately, you will not hear me say that because I brought my own seat. <laughs> well, you know what? I think any joke you tell up there, they're just going to lose it because you're just so highly regarded and probably the most anticipated induction of this year. So it's just going to be nice to have you away from home, you know, in Indianapolis. They've got some great food there. There's going to be a, just a meeting of great people. And I, I think a lot of people are coming to see your induction, Justin. So you can stand up there and just stare at everybody, and they still clap for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you know, one of my things that I'm most excited about is actually meeting you face-to-face. You know? uh, I agree. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> so it's it, it's going to be great. And uh, um, I can tell you, um, Superfit Bill Wallace is going to be there. Master Todd Summers is going to be there. Kathy Long is going to be there. Uh, Jeff Mead might be there. He's been on the show. So, mm -hmm. so I mean, anybody could be there, you know. Um, and, and Mr. Todd Summers said, do not be surprised if someone walks up to you and says, I would like your autograph or I'm going to take a picture with you. He said, be ready for that. And I'm like, no problem. So. You're going to need a bodyguard, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, I'll let you protect me, Michelle. How's that sound? You know what? You got it. Absolutely. In my gown and four-inch heels, you better believe it. Because <laughs> you're, you're an intelligent woman that can kick ass. So. Well, I definitely try. been so, training since I was nine years old, so hopefully I got something there. Holy cow. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> no, I did not know that. Wow. Oh. How did you get started at nine years old? Holy crap. You wow. know, it was just funny. I was like, a, I was a gymnast, and then I was, you know, I took ballet, and I'm a dropout, four-year-old dropout of ballet, but, you know, tap, acrobats, all of that, just very strong, and then started in cheerleading in fifth grade, and then all of a sudden, my mom says, you know, I'm taking you and Anne-Marie, my, my sister, the second-born child, which is five in my family, I'm the oldest, 
And she's like, we're going to try karate. Well, it wasn't. It was Kempo. But, um, you know, they get, you get the free gi. So I put on the gi, and it's white, and they've got the white belt. And it's got, this is so uncomfortable. I was very opinionated at nine years old. <laughs> I already knew I wanted a black belt, and I wanted a Porsche. You know, I mean, who, what nine-year-old female <laughs> has goals like that? But nonetheless, so, you know, uh, I'm like, this is stupid. This is for boys. And I swear, Justin, within the first 10 minutes of class, we stood up, started striking each other, and I was like, this isn't for boys. I love this. This is for me. And from that point on, I studied, and I studied Kempo and some Korean art, one Japanese art, and then I ended up with my Olohe, um, you know, in the 90s, and I've been the only female student in our Halau, which is our group, um, in a little over 35 years. So um, kind of like the token female that outlasted all the guys uh, through all the tests. And I've been seriously injured, but so have they. And it's been a really great experience. I'm a pretty tough girl um, for fighting only guys. So I'm not bragging, and I'm not saying I'm a tough girl. So please don't approach me at the event and try to kick my butt, because I don't want to have to hurt anybody. <laughs> well, so, yeah, it's really yeah. fun. Well, note to myself, do not piss off my co-host. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll be just fine, Justin. You and me, we're going to be just fine. Yeah, we still got each other's back because, like I said, I, you know, I find myself talking to you more and more each day. And it, it, it's awesome. It, it's just awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. Every time I see your name, I just know, you know, it's serious, but it's fun, and it's, you know, light, and yet it's heavy. It's the stuff we're dealing with now, it's important stuff. You know, what you bring to your audience, this is all takes much time behind the scenes and the negotiations, um, you know, trying to confirm guests, and it takes time. And so I love seeing your name come up because I know we're one step closer to bringing on another guest and doing it right and bringing all this information to your audience. And, and Rob's going to be first, so Rob, come to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> the force is strong with this one. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah Rob's going to be fun. We are going to make him so nervous. It's going to be bad. Oh, I don't think so. Rob, Rob's a, you know, he's just used to being on a different end and just being quiet and doing his own thing. So, you know, it is uncomfortable for uh, some people to be interviewed and talk about themselves and be in the public light, even if it is just for an hour. So we'll do yeah. our best to make them feel comfortable. I was even a little uncomfortable because the tables were turned on me the other day. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what do I do now? <laughs> it's so true, isn't it, Justin? I mean, to be the interviewer is much different than being the interviewee. Um, so you did a great job, though. Yeah, because, you know, I was thinking to myself, you know, like, when you asked me about the March of Dimes, I'm like, oh, hell, I can't think that far back. <laughs> you know, you because know, I was like, you know, I was like a little kid back then, and I'm like, how am I going to answer that, you know? It's like, oh, crap. You know, so I kind of freaked out a little bit, but, you know, it's all... Oh, no, you did a great job. You did a great job. I mean, you were just honest about your experience. And I think 
And that's something else that endears people to you is your honesty. You know, and it's also less exhausting. We know we all have those people that elaborate and um, inflate stories or flat out fabricate them. And that is funny to catch them in some of these stories they tell. But see, like with you, you don't have to remember anything except because you tell the truth. Yeah, exactly. And and one point that I made today in a private conversation, the difference between me and a lot of people that fabricate their stories, I have proof to back it up. Yep, exactly. Uh, You know, and and in today's age, you have to have you have to have proof, or you're you're not going to be taken taken seriously. no, it's very true. And we should have proof. I mean, it's kind of hard to, you know, when, when, you know, we're out, we want to constantly, I don't necessarily want to constantly take pictures, but you know what? I've had to bite it a bit and say, can we get a photo? Because I do want a photo. It's not for me, but, like, for my daughter, you know, when she looks back when I, after I've transitioned to another dimension, like, this is what, you know, she can show her kids, like, this is what your grandmother did. You know, see, here's a picture with her with Justin Harvey. Justin Harvey is this amazing man, and she can tell the story. You know, this is what Grandma did with Justin Harvey. Um, they did a radio show. And um, and who knows what else we'll do in the future. Like they said, the sequel of The Ultimate Throwdown. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's important to document. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm changing my opinion of not taking selfies. I don't do that. But um, yeah. you know, taking a photo when you're experiencing something, an event or, um, you know, a, a great time with someone, you know, I, I think it's important. Exactly. And, like, when I first heard when I first heard the word selfie, I was like, what the hell is a selfie? Is that, like, a new word for something dirty or something? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to look it up. I was like, what the hell is a selfie? You know, come on. You know, and, and, and people's going crazy with it, you know. That's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. True. And they're so, we have our friends too. You look at their Facebook and every day there's a selfie on there. I'm like, why, why, why would she do that? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, uh, Michelle, before I wrap up the show here shortly, do I have time for a quick story that's going to blow your mind? Yeah, please. It blows my mind. It's going to blow the audience's mind. So, yes, please. Yeah, because I don't believe I've ever shared this. Like, um, I woke up one morning, like I always do, my happy chipper self, (laughs) got my coffee, you know, and turned on my kickboxer or whatever, went to log on my Facebook page, they actually closed my Facebook down, and they actually said that I was a fake profile. What? Why? I'm serious. They didn't tell me why, but let me tell you all the crap that I had to go through just to get my profile back. I had to physically... Have my mother help me write them and send them my personal identification, and they come back with a crappy apology and like, oh, we made we made a mix up, you know. Oh my gosh! And so, how long did that take? That process from when they closed your Facebook to where they issued a less than authentic apology? It was like it was like two to three days. 
Okay, well, thank God it wasn't longer than that, but that's ridiculous. No one should have to go through that. That, that, that that's like I was wondering if it's because you know, and I wonder if this is a point of show. I wonder if it was because I have so many celebrities on my page that interact with me on a day to day basis. You know what? That might be it. So. Who knows though? Who truly knows? Facebook is going to do what Facebook is going to do. I mean, I'm grateful for it. I, you know, you take it or leave it and, you know, take as much as you want or take as little as you want. It can get exhausting, but I mean, like with, you know, your outreach for just iHeart and even just be, me meeting you through Facebook, um, it can be a really helpful tool. Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, Facebook, I kind of feel like the godfather, you know? It's <laughs> awesome. You know, I, I'm, yeah. a good, I'm a good guy, but you cross me, and you're going to get burned. Yep, yeah. No, keep keep at it. I mean, they just chose the wrong guy <laughs> to screw with. <laughs> exactly. And uh, you'll laugh at this point, too. There's not enough wood in the world to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I love wood. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, so funny. I mean, the listeners don't know, but part of my art of being a nice-degree wacko in an ancient form where all of the weapons back in the day were from wood, um, all different types of wood that are actually forbidden to use these days. Um, so in the forests of Hawaii, you know, the warriors would make their weapons out of trees. And so when I say I love wood, I meant today I'm the only documented woman on record to make wood weapons. Um, so when I say I love wood, it's because I love my weapons. <laughs> but that was actually uh, translated by one of the co-hosts on Dynamic Dojo, Bob, specifically into a sexual sexual innuendo of loving wood. And yes, I do love men. I will not deny that. But I would never come out on a radio show and just say I love wood and have it mean something else. So yeah, that's the explanation of that. And that's what Justin keeps referring to. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and, and, and speaking of loving men, you'll have a peace of my heart that no woman will ever have, my dear. Oh, thank you, Justin. So any, anybody burns you, I will be on them like a pumba. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, even even my film characters, you really don't want them killed off. That's really nice. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm kind of nervous about that because I'm like, do I need to put a uh, Rob on the kill list or? Oh my I... gosh, no, Rob, no, Rob is good. You don't worry about Rob. We, we no, he's tell you some other stories, and you'll be mad at those, but not for another time. <laughs> but um, when he told when he told me he was killing off my buddy, you know, uh, Mr. Summers, I was like. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm worried about you. I I gotta find out if she's gonna kill you off or what's gonna happen because that's really gonna tick me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, hopefully I go out like I would in normal life, um, fighting till my breath is gone because that's what would happen in real life. So hopefully it's somewhat of a character that fits my character in real life because otherwise it's gonna be hard to play a nice little weak. Screaming, running, terrified female, because that, I don't think I could ever play that role. <laughs> well, I'll I, I t- I tell you what should happen. Now, this is just my opinion. 
if if Rob is going to kill off my co-host, he should at least put me in the sequel so we can have you a nice funeral so I can be there. Oh, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> so you can kill everyone at the funeral? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you know? Oh, you know, I actually had this idea for, like, a horror film. Like, this, this guy that's disabled, which is played by me, gets picked on by these kids, and he turns out to be, you know, this psycho killer, you know, that Maybe. nobody would suspect. That's never been done. Ooh, you know, Unusual Suspects, that was a good movie where they just never, he took all the information and made up a story from what was behind the detective's um, head on that sticky board. And he, did you ever see that movie, Unusual Suspects? Oh, yeah. Or is it, is it Usual Suspects? I think it's Usual Suspects. Yeah. Car, what was it? Sose? Carlos mm-hmm. Sose or something like that. Yeah. No, you could be Sose. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, I think so. Rob, more ideas coming your way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, after this broadcast, you may not want to come on my show, but honestly, I respect the hell out of Rob. I really love that man. He's he's awesome. Yeah, he Uh, really is. And he will. You know what? Don't air this until we've already have his uh, his interview (laughs) taped. I tell you what, I, I can do that, Michelle, because... It's, it's actually it's going to take me a while to get um, Master Moses's uh, promo done. He recorded me a promo today. So, oh, wonderful! Good. So yeah, I can definitely hold this one back and post it anytime. There you go. We're all set then. That's decided. Rob will be on the show then on Friday. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, de- definitely. You know, and, and he seems very intelligent. He really does. No, he he is, and you'll see how intelligent when he's on the show. So I am very excited. Yeah, we've got an Indiana guy coming on the show. That'll be good. Yeah, because I, I think he sells himself short. You know, he doesn't give himself enough credit, you know? And you, you summarized it right there. We actually had a discussion about that. He is, uh, I don't think he acknowledges all that he is. And, and that's a lot of people's issues these days, you know? They're so, I think it's really interesting that we're so used to, um, degrading ourselves, whether it's on a small scale or a large scale. I mean, why? We've got the rest of the world that will do that for us. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Well, you call them haters, but I call mine frenemies because they want to be my friends that secretly hate my guts. So it's well, good stuff. Well, <laughs> well, I've got those two, as we discussed. I've got those two right now, and I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and likewise, <laughs> no names. <laughs> exactly, but I'm watching you. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. So. Well, too bad they're watching us more than we're watching them, but they'll peek out once in a while. It's like, oh, hello. Yes, exactly. Like a mole out of a hole. It's hysterical. Which is kind of creepy if you think about it. Yeah, I know, but they can't help themselves, so that's okay. We'll just yeah. work with it. That's okay. We'll, we'll work around it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, what do you want to talk about now, dear? I mean, I'll throw the ball in your court. No, I think we covered all the guests that you have confirmed and, you know, what I th- what we think the interviews will be like and, uh, 
I've, I'm good. I think we've discussed everything. Oh, great. I mean, to me, this has been one heck of a show, and, and like I said, I've, I've had a blast. I think you're perfect. Oh, well, likewise, Justin. Thank you. This has been a lot of fun for me. I'm just happy to be here and be part of your show and to work closely with you. So hopefully the audience will welcome me and um, we can continue to have uh, some progressively amazing shows. And I'm not perfect, but I'll do my best and uh, we all grow together. Oh, 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 absolutely. And I wanted to tell you, too, I don't think I've um, me, I mentioned this on uh you know, Dynamic Gojo, but I'm actually trying to put together a kickboxer reunion show. <gasps> how fun! That's right. Well, how's yeah, that going? Uh, it, it's it's going. I've got most people on board. I just need to get JCVD, and then we're good to go. Yes, of course. Okay, well, you know, like I said, he's moving back to the States this month, so... Hopefully, my contact's able to make contact with him when the time is right. So, we'll see. Maybe this might happen sooner than you think. Anything's possible, my dear. And, uh, you know, um, is there anything that you can share, like, possibly about the world news? Or is it too soon? Or... Um, well, we actually have two dates that we're filming uh, tomorrow. I just don't know if uh, the, the audience knows that I am the host of the Masters Hall of Fame World News, and um, it's a similar organization to, like, the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame. It's, um, it's just a different type of Hall of Fame. Um, just exposing and um, recognizing and celebrating excellence, um, and that can form in, come in any form, not just through rank and time in uh, an art. So it's how you impact the martial world. And so martial arts, uh, let's see, the Master Hall of Fame World News actually showcases guests um, that are alumni that have been inducted or not. Um, it's anyone that impacts the martial community. So the interviews run anywhere between 15 and 30 minutes. And right now it is carried on a local station in San Diego, California, and also on YouTube. We have two finished and three are in the, in the final stages of production mastery and the, they should be posted soon, but um, we're booking interviews well into May, so it is getting very busy, and it's people from all over. I'm waiting for someone to come from Venezuela, Brazil, the Middle East. Uh, we've got a couple people from the U.K., uh, and, of course, people from the state, so it's just balancing that, and, you know, it's a small little TV show, but it's... Um, it's getting a lot of recognition, and people love it, and um, just so many different cool guests that are coming on, and they may not necessarily be famous by Hollywood standards, but they're people doing great things every day uh, in the martial community. So that's what the Metropolitan World News is, and you are actually going to be a guest, Justin, in uh, uh, April. We're going to do um, probably two or three series on you because of your story and um, your significance to the world, not just the martial community. So I really look forward to sitting down with you and, and shooting those two or three episodes and, um, you know, releasing those as soon as I get back from Indianapolis. So, no, yeah, no main guests that I can say right now. I've got some confirmed. I'd have to pull that up right now and tell you. But, you know, it's not like a Jean-Claude or... Um, any of the other famous people that you've had on. It's just regular people doing great things. 
Um, do you need some time to recover and then you finally charge and, you know, charge up and pick yourself up and keep moving or do you just blow through it? I mean, we all have a decision. Sometimes it's so crappy, we do need to sit in it for a while, mm-hmm. you know, until we can process it and accept it and then we're like, you know what? Middle finger or no middle finger and then we move forward. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And to print Michelle, if I would have quit, when I was thinking of quitting, I probably would have never met you. It's true, and probably haven't you know, would have met a dynamic dojo and a lot of other people that you've mm-hmm. met since that moment that you had that conversation with Tony. So you know, another pivotal point um, mm-hmm. for you in your life. That that's why you know I don't know if you would agree with me on this, but I've actually been searching for someone that can actually turn. My, my life into a film. You know, wow. That would yeah. be amazing. I mean, I, I, got, I got a, you know, a big story to tell, you know. You do, and that's a really great suggestion. So, um, yeah, let me see. I'm going to be at the uh, Natural History Museum uh, filming on Saturday for the media event, and let me see who I bump into, have some conversations. Oh, that, that would be great, I mean, cause, because, you, you know, you've got to know me quite well, and I think, I think my, you know, you may not know everything that's going on, but you know, like, good bit, and I think it's a good story. So, well, of course it's a good story, and it keeps getting more and more excellent, and I think that you have a lot of, you know, support from your fans and your friends and your family. Um, your success story, you're not normal. People get up too easy these days, and that's just not a, not a word or a phrase in your vocabulary. So, no, it's, uh, it's like put up or shut up, you know. That's just, that's just how it is. And, 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 like, people said that I couldn't do radio and stuff, and, you know, I'm like, well, the hell with that, I'll show you. Well, the doctors also said that you wouldn't make it either, and look at this. Here you are. Exactly. See, my audience doesn't even know that story, Michelle. So So why don't you tell them the story? Yeah, like when I was born, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't even supposed to have lived. And if I had lived, they said I was going to be nothing but a vegetable. So... And they also encouraged your mom to put you into some sort of a home. And she yes. said, absolutely not. He is mine. He's coming home with me. Exactly. And, and you will actually, when you personally meet her one day, Michelle, she will actually tell you that statement herself. I guarantee it. Well, I really look forward to meeting Miss Harvey. So, nah. Well, she's not coming in April? No, no, she uh, she's not traveling with me, unfortunately. But but you know, and keep in mind, this is just a joke. But maybe like you can come here for a visit, and I'll be like, boom, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, don't shoot me. <laughs> oh, no, mom would love you. I I've spoke highly of you these past few days. And, and stuff, so. Yeah, well, in time. Like what we talked about earlier this morning during our meeting, you know, who cares what people say, it's their actions. They should, if you disregard and mute everything that they say, 
everything that comes out of our mouth, what do their actions say? So, you know, in time, we get to see and grow our relationship, um, you know, through, through all that we're going to be doing on the radio and off the radio. So I felt like a big, huge chip was lifted off my chest that I've had for several, several months. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you for saying so. Because so, I, I felt like I was, you know, like cornered, you know. No, you'll never be cornered. It's a perception, you know. You're free at every moment. It's uh, getting yourself out of that victim role and feeling like you're a rag doll to the external junk that's going on. Yeah. In reality, we it's, it's a perception. It's an illusion. You know, at yeah. any time you can shed yourself and free yourself from that and make good decisions from that point forward. But it's hard. You know, when it's so overwhelming, all we do is emotionally respond. You know, it's hard to think logically and, and get through it. But yeah, I've done yeah. Job so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and, and and like you said, um, any time that I ever need to correct something from now on, I'm going to correct it. You know, because yeah, that needs to be done. Well, yeah, I mean, we think we're you know we're all waiting for something all the time. What is this way? Well, if this just happens, then I'll be happy. If that just happens, then everything will be cool. If that happens, then I can do this. But why are we always waiting? And we have this moment now, and this is all that we have. The past is an illusion. It doesn't exist unless we keep drawing it into the present. Mm -hmm. So all of those people, all of those experiences, they're gone. Disconnect yourself from all of those attachments. The future, yes, we can plan towards it. But really, all we have is right now. Exactly. You know, and, and, and it's like this. It could be the fact that certain people were jealous because I'm starting to get really in the public eye now. I mean, really, I am. No, uh, you definitely are, and it's going to be more and more. I mean, just think about if you actually do get your life placed on the silver screen. What's that going to be like? Wow. Yeah, think about invasion of privacy then. <laughs> You're going to need your mom to be trained in some serious weaponry to keep those girls away from your house. <laughs> well, I, I, I'd hire you as my bodyguard, you know. <laughs> totally. And I, I'd fix you up a little studio so that you could, you know, do your world news. No, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Sounds good. Have all the guests come to West Virginia. <laughs> Exactly, and you know, that's what sucks about here is like I feel like West Virginia gets overlooked all the time. It gets a what? It gets overlooked all the time. Oh, really? No, it's actually really beautiful there. So, it, unfortunately, you don't have a Disneyland there. Otherwise, you'd be busier. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the West Virginia Disneyland. Exactly, and uh, you know, and. It's it, it's amazing. It's like it's like I tell kids all the time: live your dreams. You know, anything can happen. No, it's true, and it, especially if you mark it out and you focus on it. What do you want to experience? Like list ten things this year that you want to accomplish and what you want to experience. Is if you're waving a magic wand and it would happen, forget about details. Just go for it. So what do you have to lose? <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll give you a good example. Um, Michelle Kesey, who played Tom Poe, who also goes by Mohammed Kesey, he actually told me, he said, he said, you're my family, he says, I love you, brother, and he says, 
I hope one day that you're in one of my movies. Oh, excellent. That's wonderful. And, and his wife, um, Melissa, you have to meet her. She is such a sweetheart. So. Well, I look forward to it, definitely. A lot to do this year. Oh, oh yeah, because uh, she was even on the show because the way I see it, the lives behind the star are just as important because they make a huge sacrifice. You know. Well, they do, and they also are in the, it's as if they're celebrities, too, you know. They're constantly watched. They're on the same schedule. You know, they forfeit time with their spouse, you know, for the spouse to do what it is that they're doing. So, yeah, there's a lot of sacrifice there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. You know, I think that's why people respect my show, because I can think outside of the box, you know. Definitely. And you're sensitive to all issues that surround the guest. And I don't think that other radio shows do that. You know, even television shows. Be here at this time. It's inflexible. Just be ready. You know, you are very accommodating to what's comfortable to the guest. And even the topics that you discuss. You know, there's really nothing confrontational or controversial that the guest wouldn't want to discuss that you bring up, you know. Oh, oh, yeah, and, you know, there's sometimes I have to ask the hard questions, but I'm like, don't shoot the messenger, you know. Just <laughs> doing my job. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, the audience wants to know, so definitely. But, but because, believe it or not, um, the company wants to make my Dragon Actually Speaking software. They're, yes. They're the ones that's behind making Siri for Apple. But for some reason, they did not want to admit that. Interesting. Well, hey, you know what? You're better off. Yeah, yeah. Keep, but, keep the guests comfortable. Yeah, they're they're a very good. They're a very good. Um, they're a very good company, and and they highly respect me, and that I've actually helped them find bugs in the program. Oh, good. Excellent. So. Like I said, this show does a little bit of everything, so. Yeah, definitely. We'll talk about music, technology, martial arts, anything that the listeners want to talk about. Oh, oh absolutely. So, I mean, anything, anything, Michelle, that you want to throw into the show, please let me know. Okay, I will. Because you, you might want to plug something or, or have something that, that, um, that I don't have or whatever, you're my number one. Just like on Star Trek, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Captain Preston. <laughs> exactly. You know, and this is just this is just amazing. Maybe maybe this was the purpose that we met, you know, Michelle. Maybe it wasn't for you know the world news. Maybe this maybe this was a big part of. The plan, as I like to call it. Yeah, no, there's definitely a plan at work, and I like that my plan and your plan are merging um, to do your show. So you might actually be on to something. Time will tell. Oh, absolutely. But I guarantee you, darling, if I get any bigger, you're coming with me or <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah, like I said, Justin, you know what, I, I will be with you either way, on or off the air. So this is going to be a lifelong friendship, so we're in well, it together. Well, to put it to you this way, you've heard of Howard Stern, right? Yes, of course. Well, you're my Robin, okay? 
Oh, I thank you. <laughs> thank you, Howard. <laughs> exactly. So we may not be as extreme as yeah, Howard Stern, but you know. Hey, oh, that's kind of funny too, because she's ethnic. Yes, that works out perfect. See. <laughs> 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 well, for the audience, I am actually um, mixed. Um, I am uh, Hawaiian, Asian, and English. That's my dad. And my mom is Viking, Norwegian, Danish primarily. So you've got a mixture on the line with all of you. Uh, not quite as dark as Robin, but yeah. I'm uh, definitely mixed. And you kick ass. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I will do that till I die, so. Well, that's a package deal, Michelle, right there. <laughs> oh, I thank you. <laughs> you know, and uh, before I end the show, you know, my my friends used to tell me all the time, you know, one day you should get married, and I'm like, you know, that's a blood sport. But the fact of the matter is, I said, the fact of the matter is, the way it's going to go, instead of me carrying my bride, she's going to have to carry me on the threshold. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Good. One day, definitely. I can't believe, you know, I can't believe how time has just flew by. I've had so much fun. Oh, good. Oh, my gosh. It's almost two hours. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's excellent. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun. That's just indicative of how it's going to go this year. And I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so before we end the show, um, so let's let's give let's give the audience a, a review. Um, we're gonna have Rob what Friday. We are gonna have Rob Moses um, on Friday. Or are we gonna have? Um, uh, oh, so, uh, excuse me, Rob Davidson on Friday. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna because um, uh, Mr. Moses did not give me a date yet. Okay, perfect. Because I, I don't I don't know if he gave you a date uh, during your lunch or... or no, he didn't. He didn't give me a date. So we do have Rob, uh, Rob Davidson confirmed for this Friday. You are uh, arranging a specific date with Paul Hertzog. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to do... I'll go ahead and uh, talk to Rob Moses about a day that works for him. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was gonna, I was gonna say, and I, I do apologize for this, but uh, I can't remember his um, student's name. Um, but he's a reggae singer. He contacted me today, and he wants to be on the show. Yes, his name is Harvey. Also, yes, yes, yes. So he's um, a world-renowned reggae artist and also a kung fu guy. So I think that would be excellent to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely, Michelle, and, and thinking of that, that actually gives me a good idea to ask you. Um, do you know anyone that studies capoeira? You know what, I believe I do. They're not close friends, but let me go ahead and do uh, an outreach and see who I can find. Uh, okay, cool, because you know, that's a style of dance and martial arts, and uh, I'm actually interested in you know capoeira. So, okay, you got it. Because um, when I first saw Capoeira, uh, it was a Mark Dukoskis film. It was um, Only the Strong is what it was called. Okay, yeah. So, I believe it was a, 
I think it was a Shelton Redditch film. So. Okay. Okay. And then we, I'm working on a couple other guests that I'm not going to mention. And then what else do we have going on, Justin? Uh, let's see here. I know we're going to have Donna McNojo on the show, so we can really have fun with those guys. Definitely. So, and um, I'm actually, I'm actually trying to find Adrian Paul as we speak. Okay. So you remember Adrian Paul, right? I, I do. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. So, and um, I'm actually, I've been trying to book this band for like two years. Um, they do a song called Dancing in the Sky. Danny and Lizzie. They're actually twins. Oh, awesome. So, I've been, I've been working on that for two years. Um, and, you know, and pretty much whatever else Michelle can throw at me, you know, I'll be <laughs> so. Definitely. I'm going to work on what I can throw at you, Justin. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just throw them at me, you know. Because and, and, well, I, I have a feeling that my show is going to have a busy schedule this year. Yeah, I think so. Like I so, said, your web is expanding. Yeah, next week we're going to play the uh, Spider-Man theme, you know, Spider-Man, yeah. yeah, yeah, Spider-Man was a, was a good show, so. But, it was, uh, excellent. Yeah. Actually, we've got, um, oh my gosh, I think it's Leo Fong, one of the best friends of Bruce Lee, um, he was the original Spider-Man or Batman, I can't, I can't remember, but it's one of the two. And maybe we might consider having Leo on also. Wow. That that would be amazing. That would He's got, um, well, I just interviewed him for another television show um, on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve Day. And um, he had a lot to say about Bruce. I actually got to hold in my hands two letters from Bruce Lee. Um, one was two pages and the other was three where he's discussing in English, but then would have parentheses in Chinese um, in certain portions, certain arts that have been combined to make other arts. So just amazing to hold these sheets of paper in my hands that were actually written by Bruce Lee. So it might be really awesome for the audience to learn more about, um, you know, Bruce Lee through his best friend's eyes. Yeah, that that truly would, and you know, and it, and it makes me think of Brandon too, because like you remember, like I want to bring bring this topic up since we're on, you know, Bruce Lee and everything. Because I've always wanted to uh, discuss this on the show, just never had a reason to. Uh -huh. um, you know, they um they claim that when Brandon Lee was killed, that it was an accident. That uh, you know, when uh. When he was shot, it was a real bullet. But my question is, how can uh, a fake bullet and a real bullet be mistaken, you know? Especially on the set when usually they're not real guns. Um, mm -hmm. they're, they're really well-made plastic. Um, so I don't know. I, um, I don't believe it was an accident, but that's just my personal opinion. Of course, I'm basing it on nothing, but I mean, come on. Logic says it wasn't an accident. 
So yeah, um, I I agree with you there. I, I really do. I've always wanted to express that on the show. I just never had. Um, I just never had an opener to do so. So I understand. Yeah. Well, okay. So great. I'll go ahead and talk to Leo. So sounds great. And um, uh, if there if there's any if there's any guests that you need that I've had in the past for your show. Please let me know, and I'll um, reach out to them. Oh well, thanks, Justin. because so, I'm I'm really close with uh, like Ernie Senior and stuff. Oh, which reminds me, I got to tell you a funny story that I've never I've never released to um to my public. And, oh boy, here we go. Say it. And, and, and I hope that Ernie Senior doesn't kill me over this, but it has to be told. Um. <laughs> he, he had called me, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning my time, and I answer my phone, and he doesn't pick up, so I like freak out, and I call him back, and he's like, is this Justin? I'm like, yes, it is, and I'm like, are you okay? Is your dad okay? Because, you know, it's like 3 in the morning, you know, and he's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry, I butt dialed you. <laughs> so I said, that's cool. I said, you know, I said, while I got you on the phone, I said, I hear that, you know, you, um, you know, you had a private screening of the new Ninja Turtles. So he gave me his thoughts, and then I tweeted, and then I, then I told mom what happened, you know, the next morning, and she's like, you're the first person I have ever known to be butt dialed by a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> that is excellent. <laughs> I love it. Go, mom. <laughs> yeah, no, that that really. Is. Yeah, I was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. So. Oh my gosh, so funny. Keep them rolling. That's awesome. So, I mean, I, I've got all kinds of funny stories. You know, maybe we should come up with a segment like. Call it like story time or something, you know. That'd be uh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I love to be funny. I hate being serious all the time. Well, you're not serious all the time. Well, you're focused, but you're funny, Justin. You make me laugh. I mean, what was that one thing that you said the other night was? Oh, about being a stand-up comedian. Please tell the audience what you oh, said. Oh, oh. Okay, me, me, me and a friend was, you know, hanging out, whatever, and um, they're like, you know, I was like making jokes, and they're like, you know, you you should be, you should be a comedian, and I'm like, I can't do stand-up, hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> just too much. <laughs> my my face hurts. <laughs> and, and, you know, I've even I've even had instances, Michelle, where like people people will tell me this or that, and be like, "Oh, don't you wish you could walk?" And then there's sometimes I'll be like, "Yeah," but then there's sometimes I'll say, "Oh, walking's overrated." <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah, for some people, they do hate to walk. I get it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, what, what, what kills me is, like, I see some disabled people like myself, they use it as a crutch and think that they can't do what they can do, you know? 
No, I get it. I mean, like, these are the type of personalities that it doesn't matter if they are disabled or not. They're looking for excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if they don't have a verifiable uh, disability, they'll make one up that's unseen, like a psychological issue where they need medication. Or uh, there's just personalities out there. I just don't, you know, I don't understand it. But you know, there's the verifiable, very, you know, real, very real disabilities that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just un- it's unfortunate, but hey, yeah. you know, each spirit, to each spirit, we're responsible for ourselves, so good luck to them. <laughs> and one thing that stands out for me, from, uh, for me and my brother, like, um, this was uh, a couple years ago, I asked him, I said, I said, I wonder, I said, I wonder what I'd be like if I could walk like everyone else, you know. And he, he just plainly looked at me and smiled and he said, you would probably be an asshole. I said, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, he was just picking, you know, like, you know, uh, you would be the wise guy, you know, so. No. So he's in the character. Yeah, kind of like yourself and what Rob Moses would say, a fully developed character. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, if you can't can't laugh at yourself, you know, then you're you're in trouble, you know? No, you really are. I mean, laughter keeps it light. It keeps us open, you know, and and we can all be serious and see life as black and white, but actually it's a lot of gray, you know? (laughs) So be flexible. That, that's like one thing that I've always wondered, and you probably get a chuckle out of this one too. Like I, I wondered, sometimes I wondered the most stupidest stuff. You know how people can get in trouble for drinking and driving? Yes. I wonder if someone can get in trouble for drinking and driving the power chair because it's considered a motor vehicle. <laughs> well, I mean, we can always call the local police station and ask. <laughs> you know, we, we should, like, you know, have them on the show and, like, address that, you know? You know what? We probably should. I, I don't know if it would be because you can't actually, well, I don't know if you can kill somebody, but, um, yeah, it would be an interesting topic. This is where, a, like, a live blog would be really helpful to where um, your guests can actually write in questions, um, which I'm sure there will be some comical ones. <laughs> well, well, see see, see if I can get, like, a free, you know, into iHeartRadio, as long as people listening to, uh, to us, uh, they'll be in the chat room, but we can be in the chat room, too. Oh, see, that would be great. We're going to get yeah. some really funny questions, so that would be great. Oh, and, and another idea that I would love for you to help me with, too, um, while we're doing the show, um, maybe you could, like, post, like, post a question on your on your uh, Facebook page and, and see if anybody has any questions for our guest. That's you know? true. Definitely. That, that's, that's a no-brainer, for sure. Yeah. Once, once we announce uh, who's going to be on the show, then... Um, can definitely ask the audience for some questions. And, and if it's all right with you, Michelle, since you're my co-host, I, uh, I would love to put a picture of you up on my website because it's official now. Sure, of course. Permission granted. You have uh, several photos, so you use whatever one you'd like. Uh, all right, sounds good. Like she said, ladies and gentlemen, make it so. so. That's right. <laughs> well, 
I actually, um, I tried to get a hold of um, the uh, Michael Dorn, the guy that plays Worf. I tried to get a hold oh. of him. And I tried, um, let's see, Melissa Joan Hart. She was Sabrina, the teenage witch. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, I don't know how hard this would be, Michelle, but... I think if we could get, like, a sponsor behind us, we could do so much more with this show. That's very true. It's something to work towards this year, for sure. Yeah, exactly, you know? So, it's no longer a one-man show. <laughs> one-man band. <laughs> Definitely. Now you have a woman on board. <laughs> exactly. It makes me, it makes me want to, you know, um, you know, it makes you want to sing like Tenacious D or something funny like that. Have you ever heard that band, Tenacious D, Jack Black? Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. They're hilarious. So, um, <sighs> but, um, before I let you go off the show, then, uh, what's a typical day for you right now? Let my audience know a little bit more in depth about you. Oh my gosh, me. Well, um, I've spent 20 plus years in the legal profession. Uh, I have a juris doctorate and have worked um, in federal and state and for in-house in government regulator, um, private law. So my background is law and I've taught college. Um, I also sit on two college boards as an academic advisory board member. Uh, so I actually get to Assess the curriculum of legal students that will be entering the, the business world and hopefully providing them with a better curriculum of what they need to learn so they can be successful out there and what the employers are, are looking for. So I enjoy that uh, volunteer work that I do there. Uh, I speak regularly on, on different topics, whether it's compliance or litigation law, like University of California um, and several other colleges here. and. Recently, I left my healthcare legal position to um, do more legal stuff in the martial arts community, which, you know, it's interesting because martial artists feel that they don't need any legal help. You know, they've been doing it this way for so long and doesn't need to change, but, you know, times change and liability is uh, really important, whether it's intellectual property now that we're in a digital age or it's actually physical liability with tournaments or just sparring in class, you know. Um, so we, you know, it's really helpful to take a look at the waivers that that a school has in place, or um, also consents when there's a tournament going on. Uh, so things of that nature. I wanted to help. However, it's been a little bit slow. So I've had the opportunity to really dive into um, being a host of two different television um, shows, and um, I'm working on a graphic novel as a character, and also two movies at this time, and also now, <laughs> the co-host of the Dustin Harvey show. So it's been a lot of fun the last seven months, and um, I probably will return to the legal profession part-time or during the day, but this will not uh, interfere with the things that I love to do, and that's all things martial arts. So mm -hmm. that's a little bit of my background. <laughs> that, that's amazing. And I got to say, Michelle, with, with other martial artists, you know, you know, screwing each other over, they do need some kind of legal, you know, some kind of legal boundary somewhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think, you know, it comes down to just being, you know, human nature, learning how to communicate. You know, we have grandmaster of this and master of that, but they haven't even mastered the art of communication. Dealing with someone that may be difficult or even our own way of communicating, we can't expect people to be mind readers. So, you know, think of it as a technique. You know, are you going to stand there and just take the punches? Are you going to move? Are you going to block? Are you going to deflect? Are you going to charge back? What is your communication style, you know? And so I think it's more about learning to diffuse the issue before it gets to litigation, you know? And if I can serve as a mediator in any way, I'm available. So hopefully it doesn't, you know, come to the point where they take the gloves off and they start going for it. You know, we shouldn't even put the gloves on. We're all part of the same community. And we need to model to our students and the world, you know, that we can communicate well. So... Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I started my show because, cause like I said, I've had I've had you know martial artists on my show that's at each other's throats and all that crap is left behind once you hit my once you hit my doorstep, you know. So. Well, it has to. I mean, if, if, otherwise, you know, if they don't, they're the ones that look like the ass. And uh, mm-hmm. sometimes that they show their ass, and that's what happens. And then it's comedy for the rest of us. <laughs> so, you know, good riddance. And uh, my, my last question for you, too, Dawn, is, um, like, I know you're going to be at the um, the Hall of Fame with me, but are you going to be, like, have you talked to uh, Dr. Thomas about whether you're going to be doing a seminar or if you're going to do extra stuff after, you know, we wrap up or... Yeah, definitely. Uh, Dr. Thomas said that I was slated to teach a seminar, but I'm not on the first flyer, and I haven't heard anything else from him. I did get an invite to the dinner, um, and I hope to attend that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, the corner that they're going to give us to go ahead and do your interviews to the Masters Hosting World News. So it's going to be a very busy day, especially if I will be teaching. So if um, I'm able to do a Kayyivali Lewis seminar, uh, whether it's on weapons or open hand or both, um, it's hopefully going to be in the morning so that I can freshen up and have some time with you in the afternoon before you're inducted. Mm-hmm. So going to just try to balance. <laughs> yeah, um, because I actually, I was so excited when you um when you um, told me that you wanted me on the show, I wanted to make it happen. So I, I told you know, I told Master Thomas and I told you know, Master Summers that you know that you wanted to interview me. Is there is there any way that we can you know accommodate you you know? No, and thank you for doing that because then I was able to speak with both of them and it really made it come to fruition. So I will definitely be there and. Um, have all of our different changes of clothing and definitely do the interview. And I can't wait. This is my most anticipated interview of the year by far. Well, I'm excited about it, too. It feels, it feels like I'm going into a championship match, except except I'm not going to be punching your pretty little face. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's what they say when I play football. Yeah, don't hurt your face. Shut up. Put me out there. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I think I think what we're going to do, sweetheart, is we're going to uh, we're going to wrap up the show. Um, I I wanted to have you on the show tonight because I know that we're going to be busy with you know Rob, and I didn't want to be rude to Rob, and you know I, I want to get to him as as just possible. Maybe he won't crawl in a corner after we're done with Rob. You know, he'll try to be as 
simple as possible with Robin, so. Oh, of course. He and he doesn't need it. He's tougher than he thinks. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm sure. And, and like I said, he he doesn't give himself enough credit. So. Yep. Yep. So. Definitely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, you can follow yours truly on Facebook and Twitter at Justin Ray Harvey. Um, so, Michelle, tell my people how they can connect with you as well. Oh, and my connection on Facebook is Michelle Manu. That's uh, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. And last name is M-A-N-U. So it's a man with a U. And uh, the picture is of me with uh, Bruce Lee star. So you can't miss that. On Twitter, I'm known as Kumu Manu. So it's K-U-M-U underscore M-A-N-U. Um, and that's it. My website's www.michellemanu.com. And I want to encourage my friends and fans to check out um, the World News as well on on YouTube because you do have two episodes up. So. Yeah, I do, yes. And then there's three that have been uh, being worked on for a while now. So, um, yeah, those two are half hour each and uh, very informative. So... Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next time. See you later. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. See you next time. guest on the Justin Harvey Show, call 304-673-4831 to book your show today.